Loud and Proud's Leinster Club coverage is brought to you by Smiths of Drogheda. Two out of three ain't bad. Episode 219 Loud and Proud podcast delves into the three loud clubs forage into Leinster. But first, Oasis. Yeah, so we have two out of three. Ardy and Cootie get the job done and then Stabana nearly got the job done. I was fortunate enough to go down to uh, Enniscorty to, to follow that game and look at it was one of those days, another learning day for Stabannon. They couldn't break that momentum in the first half that St. Adams, St. Abbans and Adams are still getting used to it. I call them Almonds at one stage. But they went and I think they went and got six scores in a row to make it 6-1 in that first half. Just couldn't push them back. They penned in Anthony Briscoe's kick out. They kicked nice scores. They missed freeze as well. Um, but then, like you as usual, Stabannon knuckled down end of that first half and rattled off three in a row to make it 6-4 half time to give them a bit of hope and then they just came in and played serious stuff in the second half so much so I thought they were going to control the game Harry Butterley finished with 8 points he was absolutely outstanding uh, 6 points in the second half on his 19th birthday it, 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 like he's defying his age at this time at this rate he's just maturing as the season goes on every time he plays he's just exceptional class runs class free taking clutch free taking pressure free taking Reynolds was controlling things then the penalty speculative ball across worked inside Hickey the danger man we spoke about on the podcast comes around on the loop and gets pulled and he finishes finishes off the penalty and that made them uh, go back into the lead Adamstown 1-7-9 and they just they got Paddy Bard and really good footballer big tall fella kick was a lot of class he kicked a quick score after he got another free Stepan couldn't like they made a 1-9-9 they couldn't just get that back they tried their boys got a black card Harry gets a pressure free and then he gets one from I think it's another free as well uh, and a bit of a scramble at the end to make it like probably a chance of a late, a late goal but it was never really going to happen the way they packed the defence and unfortunately it's bow out but they're learning an awful lot from that the young young players will too um, the likes of I it was Daniel Clinton's probably his best game I've seen him play in the championship this year he was excellent um, really really good the miss Shane McCoy wasn't playing set the half Fintan Martin came off the bench and played very well Barry Lynch was very tidy Thomas Campbell came on and, and showed well too um, it, it, look Leinster's a different animal lads don't know you you have to learn on your feet you have to be nearly managers on the pitch you have to kind of assess where the, the other team is kind of like it's kind of like Tommy Tiernan's show where they come out and you don't know who the guest is and you have to make it off the cuff and find out who they are and ask interesting questions and make it entertaining. That's what you do in the first 15 minutes and Savannah just didn't cope quick enough despite going ahead early on and they just the boys just got the run on them, got that bit ahead and then Savannah just through sheer class through Harry Butterley very nearly did it. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be taking a break next Sunday night on the podcast there'll be no 220 podcast next Sunday I'm going to take a break next weekend but this week I'm going to stack you with if you sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud you're going to get your three championship teams of the season and not only that I'm going to layer that with a second team an alternative team as well for each grade 
just for the players that really deserve a mention but couldn't find a place in the top 15 so plenty of debate do send in your 15s and have a look at anyone else's online i've stayed away i want to do my own and be impartial completely and utterly and i want to do it right um by myself and loud and proud listeners as well so yeah send that in right let's move on and before we move on paddy carr and aiden o'rourke are linked with Donegal job two boys to have strong links with loud aiden obviously managed loud paddy carr managed loud sorry yeah as well before that in 2001 managed matic rangers as recently as 2020 um, and, and 95 as well so they're joined together they're nominated separately and they're joining together it would be a fascinating um that'll be a fascinating uh, that'll be that's a documentary in that because uh very contrasting personalities paddy's a dreamer he's a real passionate man a great talker in o'rourke is more um philosophical more um, analytical in his approach so the two of them mesh together it might, it might either be an absolute master stroke or disaster stroke for Donegal so look at they're obviously struggling to get someone in charge Paddy's obviously um, Donegal native although he hasn't been there for a long long time since he moved down to Walterstown and then Aidan O'Rourke as well he uh, has been linked to a couple of jobs indicated jobs uh, recently as well so very interesting very very interesting dynamic there it's just nice to see a loud slant in it as well next weekend as well oh sorry yeah Paul Gallagher actually won he won his championship in Armagh for um, Shane O'Neill's the Intermediate Championship then you have Kieran Sloan loud strength and conditioning he um, coach with loud he was with Cross they won today as well and then next weekend Westport I had him on the podcast before Liam Shevlin struggling to get into the team struggling to get into the squad he's in the squad he's in the team he's right half back in the in a hell of a run for Westport Lee Keegan's Westport in the senior final as well next weekend that'll probably be on telly so I'm going to do a bit of a breakdown on that maybe the following week um, what else what other news is there to report loads of loud trials happened has happened in training um, I'll, I'll have an update on that early next month as well um, what else is happening um, yeah well, I'll, I'll continue on I'll drive on with the uh, the Cooley boys and girls they had a hell of a win over Castleknock in Cooley um, that's a really big win to beat the double champions for, for Cooley Kickham's ladies they, they're a classy team and they do well and they represent their county well and they did so once again Um Yes, so the intermediate lads, um, intermediate ladies, uh, Cooley won. Intermediate fellas, Cooley won also. Hammered Ballyman with 13 points. Kind of hinted at that with Denise O'Flaherty during the week in the podcast. And, like, yeah, it was, look, they have a really strong record at the intermediate level. This is a Division 1 side playing an intermediate. They will be there, thereabouts, Cooley. They'll play Neve Barrow next. In a fortnight's time, and I think it's going to be. I'm just going to confirm here now that it's going to be in Dowdles Hill. I know the the ladies played at home in Cooley, but I think they are going to play that game in 
the Dowdles Hill, which is great, great spread and the whole lot, and great pitch. That'll be a good place, good atmosphere, and you didn't, you should have no fear, Neve Baroque. That's right down there, lower level, like that. What's that? Day? Seventeen or eighteen club in Dublin. I think the sixteen senior teams. So yeah, should have no problem there. And then on the performance, James O'Reilly again. Sean got a goal. He um, got a red star early on in the year. Class act. He probably should. Will get a call up. And O'Neill, King Connor combined him with three points apiece. And then Michael Rafferty gets the goal as well. He'd be a hard man to handle at that level too. And then um, yeah, Brian White just comes off the bench. Probably not needed. Even needed off the bench. I think they just look like they emptied the bench as well, Cooley, um, on Column Alley's side. So that's a big win for them. Good win for them as well on the travels. They'll build up a head of steam, they'll build up a bit of confidence, and they'll move on. And like, we're absolutely zero fear for Neil Baroque at home in the home venue. Short trip down to Dowdles Hill for that game. That's going to be on Saturday, the 5th of um, November. So, a fortnight's time. And then the winner of that plays, um, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, they played on Shockland or Ballytag, Medical there. So it's the tough side to draw for Cooley um, if they get over at Neve Because the Shockland look to me, well, they, they, they would be my favourites to win the thing out. Really good team, earmarked to win Mead from a mile out as well. So it's a good win for them, regardless. And then, right, let's go right back to today's game where RD St Mary's. Got the job done against Column Kill. It didn't look like they were going to get the job done early on. It looked like it didn't let the jo- they were going to get the job done later on. It looks like it's going to be extra time staring us in the face. Like, 3 7 and 1 7. The scoreline did flatter them. You know, but a week on from the loud success, their weary legs were car- carried them across the line because those boys were gutsy. They were limited now, Column Kill. They were limited, but they were gutsy. You know, they, were, they battled the two big men around the middle of the field. Um, James Macken was fairly good around there. Um, kicked freeze out of his hands fairly accurately. But, like, on the edge of their own town, which is amazing that they got to play the home, uh, a Leinster tie at home. Um, they roll out to Calvary once again. Roland Carroll comes in. And they need to do so because they were staring extra time because the boys came out after half time and Macken, the man I just mentioned, got his third free to make it a one-point game. You know, um, two four to one seven, and like the trail double scores at half time. Uh, Colm killed the dog back into it already. I've rid of a, a habit now. It's the kind of habit that they showed against the Blues, of letting sides back into it because they led two four to one four double scores at half time, and it looked like all the momentum was with the travelling boys from Longford, but then in pushing for a score, the leveller. Um, Carl Gillespie once again stepped up intercepted the ball it was kind of forced inside he read it well and quick as a flash gave it to Ronan Carroll Carroll well used to the impact role came off the bench at half time and just drove into the space they were pushing right up and he drove in broke it right through on goal Toy going to go for a point Toy going to go for himself set up Shane Matthews for a lovely match Clinton goal lovely hand pass across simple finish of Shane Matthews um, simple finish but the relief echoed all around the, the town you know they were full of swagger then Matthews and Carroll gets the final two scores of the game to give it that one-two finish that misleading scoreline because in the first half they showed Jesus the first 15 minutes they showed the weeks of celebrations they failed to score and they started the game must be said without Don McKenney and uh, Tom Jackson 
and then they couldn't play Ryan Rooney who was injured as well and obviously Evan Carroll's out uh, Evan Keenan's out as well but the boys had to frustrate you know putting men behind the ball Ardy were kind of going through the motions Mackin and Philip McKeown found the target but McConnell did have a chance early on because you kind of thought oh it's one of those days but then bang two turnovers the boys get a bit too they were in full control but got a bit lax um, Shane matches Conor Gillespie and I think Darren McConnell clamped down on Mackin who's coming out with the ball off a shot kick out after Jonathan Cummins like, this is the thing with RD which I mentioned that they could go well in this competition need to just get over the line because they have a, they have a big array of players up front that can just pop up on any given day I mentioned that Tommy Tiernan thing earlier to chat show it's like Hardy have so many lads that can pop up and have a good game you know even last week Conor Gillespie is a great game this week Jonathan Cummins is a great game um, he got some scores when badly needed score then the, from that resultant kick out to get that turnover and bang goal in the net from McConnell then the boys come back Carl Riley did punch home in between um McConnell's second, second half, first half goal, but it, it was again very much against the run of play. McConnell Keenan had a great battle with the lad Colin McCabe, I think his name was, that set it up. He had a great game, Conor Keenan, really good, continued that good form last week. But yeah, they were uh, they were they pushed on. Carr uh, Gillespie and Cummins added to their tallies to make it 2 4 to 1 2 at half time. And he just thought Ardy were going to take over, and then they kind of just switched off. just filtered back doing sloppy things the boys gritted their teeth Mackin again Hawkins come off the bench to score a point um, kicked a great score set up a grandstand finish the boys the midfielder Gardner went in clearly flicked one to the net went over James McGillick's uh, crossbar um, and Ardy were really worried like they had to bring on Tom Jackson they had to bring him on with two minutes to play um, you know they probably didn't want it but they did he actually was black carded but that was kind of after um, Ronan Carroll they felt like the boys felt the full brunt of Ronan Carroll's impact but still it showed uh, it showed a lot of things Ardy are very talented they're going to do well in this competition they play the Downs next in the fortnight's time Sunday week 6th of November in Mullingar look at to have a chance them boys haven't won in a long time um, it's not St. Lomans, a juggernaut like St. Lomans or even Gary Castle. You know, they have a chance already. They hopefully get McKenny back fit. And who's the other lad? Yeah, and Ryan Rooney will be back available. And Tom Jackson from the, from the get go. You know, and then they still have other players to throw into that again. Like Evan Malone didn't play the two, the two senior final days. Come on and play set the half in a, in a Leinster Championship match. You know, that's the depth to have. You know, and to win that game. They're playing Crow Park in the Leinster semi-final. So, look at that's all to build up and preview on the Loud and Proud Patreon podcast. Um, yeah, like I said, teams of the year. Send them in to me. I'm going to have an alternative team as well. And so the three teams, three podcasts out this week. Sign up patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Do let people know. Red Stars will also be in the mix in that uh, as well. And yeah, so we're going to take a break next Sunday night for the first Sunday in about 40 weeks. So there'll be no Sunday night podcast next week. Letting you know well in advance and maybe save them up and wait. Look, if something else happens, I might have to um, come in and do an emergency podcast. But as it stands, I'm going to take next Sunday night off. Um, and also, yeah, just before I go, under 21 competition got on the way. I want to give a rundown of the results. 
last, last season semi-finalists Roach Emmett's did a big win over the Blues 3.25 to 1.7 the clans conceded to the Pats um, Kilcarely 4.11 big winners over the Geraldines 1.9 Kevin's 5.19 Totor 6 points out in their own that's good to see Totor in their own I think they're in their own um, and then Hunterstown Mac Rangers last year's semi-finalists lost to last year's winners 2.18 to 7 points in Feckins they look strong as well and also, I think the Martins had a big win also. That's just not showing up here. Um, so, Artie and Cooley are in the same group. So, that game was postponed, obviously. Um, talk of a league final next week as well between the Blues and Artie. Don't know whether that'll be played or not. Um, there's loads going on. Still loads happening. Um, let me see. Yeah. Is that everything? I think so. I think it is. I'll talk to you during the week. For plenty of debate with the teams of the season. Um, thanks very much for listening thanks very much for signing up great couple of weeks there great week actually and thanks to Smiths for coming on board as well and sponsoring the Leinster coverage I think we're going to have a good run these two teams look well equipped for a good tilted Leinster it's the man of just unfortunate that St Albans team were fairly 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 organised well organised good experience manager Aidan O'Brien over them as well so that's it. That's all for me. Thanks very much. Well done today. And I will chat to you during the week. Good luck. Bye bye. And thanks for listening to episode 219 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Loud and Proud's Leinster Club coverage is brought to you by Smiths of Drogheda.